happy, 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 happy. <laughs> back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Breckenridge Brewery. As always, I am your host, Justin Michael, and it's time to celebrate. It's time to celebrate like you're Michael Scott, and you just found out that Holly is not engaged. It's been a good couple of days in Ram country. It really has, you know, we've kind of deemed this August the August from hell, or at least I have. It's been rough. It really has, but finally over these last couple of days it's just been you know a, a small stream it's not a it's not a massive one yet you know it's the colorado river or anything but you know maybe one maybe it's one of those small streams that kind of trickles into something bigger down the line we talked a lot about trey mcbride the other day big time i mean you can't say enough good things about that dude just huge that they were gonna you know be able to keep him from a production standpoint from a schematic standpoint just the options that the team has with Trey McBride versus, you know, what they have without him. It's it's night and day, so that's huge. Definitely go back and check out that podcast if you haven't. Today it's all about Manny Jones, though. And, you know, to to keep a to keep an edge rusher like Manny, an experienced guy, it's it's big. So I'm gonna go over that in detail. Gonna talk about a few other things as well. I think you guys are gonna like it. It should be a fun episode. Before we really jump into it, though, got to talk about Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. Guys, as of right now, the Avs are down 2-0 to the Dallas Stars. The only explanation I have, other than, you know, the Dallas Stars are a really good team, hockey's a weird sport, they scored some fluky goals, is that we are not doing our part as fans. We are not consuming enough Avalanche Amber Ale. This is a Breckenridge mainstay. This is a classic. This is, you know, this is that hit you put on repeat. This is that Sunday afternoon drive. You know, you're it's it's smooth out. It's nice out. You're you're enjoying the sunshine. You get your go-to hit because it puts you in that mood. That is the Avalanche Amber Ale. That's victory juice. That's what we gotta drink if the Avs are gonna have any chance of coming back in this series against Dallas. I'm convinced. If you're in the metro area, check out the farmhouse. It is open. It's socially distanced, just a beautiful way to spend an afternoon. Can't recommend it enough. You know, they are also available to order curbside from 12 to 8 p.m. Super, super clutch. If you're like me, if you're up north, you can't get down to the farmhouse as frequently. You can always get Breck delivered straight to your door with the Drizzly app. You can also hop on the Breck Beer Locator. It'll tell you the closest liquor store, Costco, grocery store, whatever store near you with Breckenridge beers available. I love it. It's it's just so convenient. It's super clutch. Shout out to Breck. We love them. You love them. Breck Brew. Alrighty. Cool, 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 cool. So by now, I think most Colorado State fans are, are probably familiar with the news. Manny Jones has decided to withdraw his name from the transfer portal. He's going to stick around, going to play, assumingly, his final season of eligibility with CSU. So I don't really know when that's going to be. That's a whole other deal. We don't got to talk about that right now. 
down the, you know, obviously going to speculate plenty over it, you know, throughout the fall and, and all that. But I, I just really don't feel like talking about COVID-19 and the what ifs and are we going to play? And we've all done this song and dance a million times now. Starting to feel like Gangnam style. You guys remember that when it was just freaking everywhere. That song got to a point where I'd hear the go, go, go. And it would just, it would physically piss me off. Like I would just, it would just put, it would ruin my day. That's how I feel when I have to keep talking about just the uncertainty with COVID. I think we all get it. It's important. It's, it's some, it's a recurring theme. It's something we're going to have to keep talking about, but nobody really wants to have to suffer through it. That's kind of my point. Anyways, getting back on track here, let's talk Manny Jones. Because it's good news. It's it's obviously a good couple of days for CSU football. Finally feels like they're starting to win something. You know, maybe something's going the Rams fans way for one. I had some people reach out to me, a couple of different people reach out to me. Uh, Twitter, a couple of people texted me as well. Just kind of being like, Justin, what the hell is going on? Can you explain to me what is the deal with this transfer portal situation? You know, I, I'm not going to sit here and act like I know ex- the exact answer because, quite honestly, I don't. I don't think necessarily everybody knows, you know, at least from a media perspective, you know, we haven't really been able to talk to the players recently since they postponed the season. So, you know, I, in, until we get a chance to talk to them ourselves, I don't want to put words in their mouth. I think it makes sense. You know, I think there are a lot of reasons that that would make sense. It's, it's very possible they just wanted to test the waters. It's it's possible they thought that they would be able to go somewhere and play, and then it looked like you know that wasn't going to happen. It's it's there are all kinds of reasons. Maybe there was a program that reached out, and that was going to be a dream situation, and then it just fell through. Maybe they feel like you know playing in this spring, especially because it wouldn't count towards their eligibility, would be better. You know, potentially you could play this spring and next fall. And and have it only count as one season of eligibility. So, you know, from a guy who's trying to put more reps on film, who's trying to show off for NFL scouts, maybe that's a better scenario for him. Staying somewhere, you know, staying in a system you're already familiar with, staying with teammates you're already familiar with, and getting a chance to go out and, and ball out and put it out all on tape and, you know, try and make the best out of a weird situation. There's my my long-winded point in all of this is just that. You know, we can speculate all we want, but at the end of the day, if you're a CSU fan, just take the win. Take the win and move on. When when you get a scratch ticket and you win, you don't sit there and be like, oh man, why didn't I why didn't this happen? No, just take it and move on, baby. It's it's super rare for players to enter the transfer portal and stay. Now, you know, you kind of hit the jackpot this week with your two of your star guys both entering and both of them deciding to stay. Don't question it too much, you know. I'm sure we'll get the real answer down the line. And honestly, like I've said before, you you really can't blame these guys for testing the waters, especially just there's still so much uncertainty with the Mountain West. Manny's a guy who could definitely play, you know, at a higher level. Maybe he just wanted to go out and see if he had that possibility still. Who knows? But at the end of the day, it's just it's a win for the Ram fans, you know, and and you got to take those wins when they come, especially in 2020. I hope that didn't come off snarky or anything. That's to, you know, to anybody that reaches out, I'm, I'm always glad to talk and, and tell you guys what I can. I just, you know, there's 
there's really no point in in me you know going on for minutes on end about all the different possibilities because like i said the you know the the major point is that they're staying and that's what matters so let's focus on that and that's what i'm going to do in this episode i'm going to talk about manny and i'm going to talk about why this is just such a big win for the csu defense why this is such a, a significant piece of news so Let's, you know, let's just jump right on into things here and, and talk about Manny Jones, Emmanuel Jones. He prefers Manny. He does prefer Manny. Just throwing that out there, but let's just jump right into it. You guys like my stalling skills there? That's called the rundown will not load on Justin's MacBook. And he's just going to try and keep talking and, and fighting through it. Anyways, now I've got it pulled up. Obviously, a massive, massive win for CSU football. Manny, he's currently on the on the watch list for the NFL Senior Bowl. So he's a guy, you know, who around the league amongst NFL scouts, teams are interested in him. He's a guy who's definitely caught the attention of the higher ups. And it, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, you look at his frame, big dude, you know, 6'4", 275, big, strong dude. He's a guy, I think if you wanted to, you could probably you know, transition him into like a down lineman, put him on the interior or the exterior, and he would probably have success. I do think where he probably is going to be best is in that hybrid outside linebacker, edge rusher, Bradley Chubb type role. I think, you know, if you put him there, it's just going to give him the best chance to use it to display his versatility as an athlete. Because when you go back and you watch the film, this really is a guy who can kind of do it all. You know, when you think back to that Arkansas upset back in 2018, obviously, you know, the, the biggest plays in that game were the, you know, the offensive plays. And, and you think of Preston Williams and his two highlight touchdown catches. And you think of the big throws by KJ Carter Samuels and eventually the game-winning rushing touchdown on the other end by Izzy and all of that. And it's awesome. And it's, it's great, but you know, you know what? You don't win that game if it's not for some of the plays that Manny Jones made defensively. You go back and, and you watch it, especially in that second half, man. He had just these moments. You know, he had a really late sack. He had a, an interception as well. That's huge. You know, that's that's the type of game-changing plays. It's not just it's not just making a play, it's making a play in the biggest moments possible. And we got that glimpse from Manny really early. You know, he was only a sophomore at the time in that game. And I think a lot of people saw that and they were like, all right, this dude, he is going to be a freaking gamer, man. And to an extent, you know, they were they were definitely right. The potential is there and he's flashed it a, a bunch of times since then. What I'm looking for for from Manny this year is just a little bit more consistency. You know, in no way is this me trying to dog the guy or anything like that. I just think that going into his junior year, the expectations were elevated for Manny a little bit. I think people were kind of expecting him to just build off of that, you know, show out performance against Arkansas and have more games like that, you know, that he, that he had as a as a sophomore. And he was just, you know, there were there were moments last year where he was super super dominant. Wyoming, Utah State, both of those games were just incredible. I mean, you look at that Utah State game, he had 12 tackles, a career high. 
flying all over the place, making plays in the backfield, getting after the quarterback, just everything that you're hoping for. And then in that Wyoming game, it was honestly, you know, one of the more impressive individual defensive performances by any CSU guy that I can remember. I mean, I think he had five tackles for loss, like three sacks, just all over the place. And and what really stood out to me about that game in particular was it really demonstrated the type of versatility that Manny brings to the table. You know, he has the frame of a guy that could be, you know, a traditional edge rusher, but because he plays that, you know, hybrid type role, like we were talking about, he just, he's got to be able to do more. And we saw it all in that Wyoming game. You know, sometimes he was a spy. Sometimes, you know, they were trying to use him to counter Wyoming's rushing attack with their quarterback. Other times he's dropping into pass coverage. When he had the chance to rush the quarterback, obviously it was really bad for the quarterback because he got to him three times, but he was reading plays. You know, he wasn't trying to do too much. He was making an impact against, you know, Xavier Valaday in, in the backfield and, and making those huge plays just time and time again. And that's the type of stuff you, you want to see from him just, you know, on a more consistent basis. Obviously, you're not going to get three sacks every game. That's, that's just crazy. Quite honestly, you know, if you're having a great game as a, as a pass rusher, sometimes you're not even going to show up in the stat book because you're, you're getting off the block so well that, you know, the offense is going to start calling plays that just go away from you. And, and so, you know, you, you can't base it all off numbers. I just, I feel like there were a couple of games last year where Manny kind of dis- disappeared at times or maybe just, you know, didn't, you know, stand out quite the same. It, it just didn't really feel like he was making that type of impact. You, you would have been able to feel it, you know, from a play calling perspective if it was one of those situations like I, I was just talking about. But I don't know. I, I'm, I'm really stoked because I think the potential is there. And I think especially given that he has that NFL attention that Manny's really going to want to, you know, work and, and have that big year. So I have really, you know, pretty big expectations for him. But I'm just I'm kind of looking for that consistency. That's kind of where I'm at with him right now. I think it'll really help his draft cause. You know, at the end of the day, Manny's going to be in an NFL camp. It's just a matter of, you know, is he going to get drafted? How high? And you know, how much money are you going to make right away? All that stuff matters. It really does. So it's going to be a big year for Manny, but it's, it's really, really big for CSU football that he's coming back. I really, I like the depth that CSU has, you know, on that D-line, especially linebacker position. You got Cameron Carter, Daquan Jackson. You have a lot of guys, you know, that have played a lot of football. Miami transfer Scott Patchen, you know, Ellison Hubbard. Just very, very experienced people, people that have been through the fire. I think that type of stuff matters too. And then there's, you know, also some young guys that I think could potentially come out and have breakout years. I'm, I'm really intrigued by Aiden Cole, and I've talked about him a lot. I just, I, I really like the depth that this D-line has. D-line slash outside linebacker, edge rusher, y'all get what I mean. But it's just big, really, really big. And I, and I think it's safe to say that the expectation should be, you know, significantly elevated now that these guys are coming back. You know, when Phil Steele published that he believed that CSU would be one of the most improved teams in the country, it was in large in part to the experience on the roster. Well, now you keep some of that experience, but more importantly, you keep some of that top talent, the premier talent. I think, you know, no matter where, even if these guys would have transferred, you know, no matter where they would have ended up, people would have been rooting for them to succeed in Rams country. You know, I don't, I don't think it would have been a petty situation at all. 
I think, you know, they would have rooted for him in the SEC and then continue rooting for him on the NF in the NFL. But it's just it's so much better for the fans that they're gonna get this chance to to root for him. And obviously it's gonna be so much better for the for the team's chances of having success. It's gonna be hard enough with all the obstacles that you have. A delayed season, COVID nineteen, it's still a first year staff. I mean, it's been from December to now has been just the longest period of my lifetime. That in itself feels like a three year period, but you know, Adazio and Co. It is still a first year staff. That's that's not an easy thing to go into. So to to just be able to to convince these guys to stay, it's it's paramount, man. It's massive. It's however, you know, however you want to phrase it. It's it's just great news for CSU fans. Celebrate like you're Michael Scott. I've I've rambled on, you know, enough about this probably enough to move on at this point, but enjoy it. Enjoy the wins when they come. If you take anything away from this podcast over the next couple of weeks, it's enjoy the wins when they come. All right, before we move on, I'm going to talk about DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. And right now, guys, there's 100 million reasons why you should listen up. DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, is celebrating the return of sports by giving away up to $100 million in prizes to all their customers. One lucky winner is even going to win a $1 million cash prize. All you've got to do, download the app, sign up with the code DNVR, enter the DraftKings free football survivor pool. That easy. It really is that easy. Get the app under the pool. Now you have a chance to win one your share of $100 million. You'll even put yourself in the running for a $1 million cash prize. That's super clutch. You know, While the top prize is reserved for one lucky winner, Everyone who signs up and enters DraftKings' free football survivor pool will receive an instant bonus prize of at least $5 in value upon entering. Literally free money. They're literally just giving you free money to bet. Doesn't get any better than that. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code DNVR to claim your share of $100 million in instant giveaways and put yourself in the running for $1 million cash prize. That promo code DNVR to get your share of $100 million in prizes. Only at DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Other terms and conditions and restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Cool, cool, cool. Keeping today's theme rolling with positivity. Some more positive news out of the athletic department. CSU conducted 43 more tests last week and got zero positive tests for COVID-19. As of right now, there are zero active cases of COVID-19 within CSU athletics. That includes, you know, football, volleyball, all of the teams. Really encouraging. You know, it was a couple of weeks ago, obviously had a pretty severe outbreak. 20, you know, ish people impacted. That's always super Super concerning, but it, it's really good to see that the they took the proper steps and that you know they're in a really good position now. Obviously, all of us are will keep you know our eyes on this situation moving forward. It's going to be interesting, you know. One of the things that I noticed watching Hard Knocks, and it really made me think about you know the college football season was just how intensive their testing process was. I mean. 
obviously the players are getting tested every single day and that makes sense, but it's, it's so much more than that. It's every single coach. It's the equipment people. It's the personnel, you know, it's the training staff. It's anyone that is a part of that franchise and, you know, serving some type of role on a day-to-day base. If they're in the facilities, if they're a part of that operation in any way, they're being tested and monitored. That's just not the case with the school. You know, I was having a conversation with with one of my good friends that that works for the football team, and you know, he's a he's a behind the scenes kind of guy. I don't want to say too much because I don't want to put him in put him in a bad spot or anything like that. But he was just kind of talking about how he was kind of relieved the football season got delayed because, you know, the only time he was getting tested was when he was going to the, you know, the drive up places for free and. You know, he's just like, I, I can't be doing that every week. I, I had to take off work to be able to do it in the first place. And it, it really made me think, I was like, dang, you know, like, how, how would they be able to do this this season? Would it have even been feasible? I'm not sure. I just I just think that's, you know, something to really consider is it, it's not just the players and the coaches and, and every, everybody that you've got to account for. It's anybody that's a part of that entire process. and. You know, in a, in a college town, it's it's not really like an NFL franchise, you know? If you're working for an NFL team, you know, you're probably, you know, pretty secluded, at least if you have a major role, you know? It's, it's you're going home and then you're going to the facilities. It's not, you know, going to the grocery store yourself if you're an NFL coach. You know, you don't really got to do that. You probably have somebody going for you. You know, you can just control so much more. And I don't know that that just really made me, you know, take a, a look at the situation and be like, maybe maybe it really wouldn't be feasible this fall. At least, you know, at least not until we can get to a point where they have, you know, like a saliva test that is much more affordable and easily distributable and gives us results a lot more quickly. And And there is some positive traction on that front, and I'm encouraged. I've said many times I'm I'm not an expert when it comes to diseases or epidemiology or virus or any of that stuff. I don't claim to be. I'm not trying to be. It was just something that I noticed. You know, it's it's a lot different in an NFL setting than a college football setting. I guess that's my major takeaway here. Took me a couple of minutes to get to it, but that's my my big point. You know, it, it's going to be really interesting to see if the NFL is able to to get through it this fall. But if they do, I think in wide part, it's just going to be because they have so much more resources. You know, they got billionaire owners and endless money pools. You know, it must be nice to just turn on the faucet and and make it rain money whenever you want. That would that would definitely be nice. Anyways, I don't know. I'm I'm rambling now. I just something I noticed when I was watching Hard Knocks made me think a little bit. Maybe I made you think a little bit. Maybe you're sitting here listening and, and going like, what the hell is he talking about? I don't know. It's been a weird couple of days. All I know is I am encouraged that CSU was able to keep some of their good players, encouraged that there's no positive test of COVID-19 right now. And I'm encouraged by everybody that continues to support DNVR. You guys are the best. We'll be back with more content throughout the week, working on some written stuff for subscribers. Really excited about have a hoops feature that I've been meaning to publish for like 10 days. That's going to drop this week. Finally, finally finished it. Going to get another piece out about NFL guys. Going to actually talk a lot of NFL this fall, just 
with, you know, no Rams football, got to fill the gap a little bit. But it's also going to be kind of fun because I had a chance to reach out to some NFL beat reporters, and I actually have some exciting guests coming on really soon. Don't want to spoil it. Uh, one of the one guy in particular, I'm absolutely floored that I was able to get as a guest, and it's going to be awesome. Really, really, really excited for that one. But like I said, I don't want to spoil too much, especially until uh, I lock down a specific date for when it's going to happen. But big things are in the works. Big things are coming. Big things popping. Big guests coming on. All that stuff should be fun. Thank you to everybody. Stay safe out there. La, la, la.